Thanks for checking out the Community Recap Podcast, where there's no cap and all truth. As we discuss various aspects of the Christian life and look back to our past Sunday sermons to discuss what we can learn from them. Let's tune into this week's episode of the Community Recap Podcast. Hello and welcome to Community Recap, and we are back with another stories episode for you this week. Um, I'm excited. I know you're going to be blessed by it and encouraged by it, um, but uh, nevertheless, uh, my friends are here today to share about their short-lived lives um, <laughs> that we were just discussing off-air that um, Mike has clothes that are older than me. I um, definitely do, Seth, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's okay, and uh, I appreciate that. I kind of want to see what they look like, honestly. Uh, but but uh, we do have um, the Reverend Bishop Dr. Mike with his lovely bride, Miss Linda Wilson, with us today. How are you guys doing? Better than we deserve. Oh, yeah, definitely. There you go. I love <laughs> yeah. that answer. Yeah. Well, I'm thrilled you're here. Thanks for doing this. Um, I know it takes some of your time, um, but um, I'm excited for the listeners today and just to get a little insight on you guys and what the Lord's done in your life and um, his faithfulness. And so uh, we're going to jump in with some rapid fire and then we'll kick this thing off. So, Miss Linda, I'm going to start with you. And these are, um, I'm sure you've heard some episodes, but um, these are the same type of questions because I'm too lazy to find new questions. <laughs> and so uh, let's start with this. Are you a night owl or an early bird? Well, neither really. I mean, uh, I like I get most of my stuff done early in the morning, I guess. More productive. Yes, yeah. more productive. And then I get real sleepy in the afternoon. And then in the evening, I get my second wind. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I quilt a lot of times till go. 11 o'clock or so. Wow, you know, okay. Midnight, depending, depending on if I have to get up and go to work the next morning. Yes, yeah, that does dictate some things. Okay, what about you, Mike? Well, I'm a, I guess you would say I'm both. Because I oh. stay up really, really late. Really, I think I went to sleep at about three o'clock this morning. Um, and oh my I, word! But I didn't get up quite as early this morning. Okay. So, but usually I'm up by five every morning. Wow. Yes. And I typically go to bed somewhere between eleven and midnight. What? So, I get a good five, six, maybe six hours. Do you feel rested? Um. I take my naps in the afternoon. <laughs> Definitely. Got to refuel here. Sometimes Let's, anytime I sit down, I take a nap. But. Yeah, there you go. Let's just say it caused problems when we first got married because I had three kids at the time, and Mike gets up, and he starts singing and making all these weird noises that <laughs> they, they don't mean anything. Yeah. And he's doing that at like 5 in the morning, and the kids and me were all going, what in the world is he doing? We did not sign up for this. No. so <laughs> I had to find a breakfast club so That's I could get out of the house. Go meet with guys and I pray and have yes. breakfast or something, yes. but, but leave the house. For... I feel like Alex could relate to that. I don't ever stop singing or talking. George is the same yeah. way. She's just like me. <laughs> in fact, just a quick story. Uh, this is almost... 
a couple times a week, every week. Um, she'll wake up, and it's quiet in the house, so we can hear her door open. And then she'll come in our room, um, and we're still half asleep. I mean, it's because it's, it's early, and she's an early riser. She is. Uh, but we know, like, it's time to wake up because she'll just start singing on the toilet. <laughs> she'll just I mean every every day she'll sing so loud just on the toilet or wherever she is she starts singing and it's like please baby stop <laughs> stop singing but then I'm like that's what I do so anyway all right so uh Miss Linda yes what is your dream car uh one that runs really well and is paid for there you, that's the best answer we've had paid for car I, I like I like them that way. It's <laughs> <is> a fantastic <laughs> answer uh, because I think everyone wishes their cars were paid for. Mike, what about you? My dream car. Well, if, if I won't take the Batmobile, that's Ken Elliott. That is. That is. Yeah. Um, probably what what I'm driving. There you go. I, I just need to pick up. Yeah. 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 Clifford the big. You're living, red. You're, you're driving. Honestly, your dream. when I dream. About cars, it's usually not good. <laughs> so, You'll take so, what you got. So I'll take what I got. I love it. Okay. All right. Miss Linda, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mm. Making people happy and secure. There you go. I don't know. Like just at any moment, just uh, yeah. boom, happy, secure. Yeah, well, there you, go. you know, I, I'd I'd like to help people find peace mm. with, you know, of course, what is peace? But, you know, that's Jesus. Yeah. So I, I guess I'd like to help everybody find Jesus. There you go. I'd like to make that decision for them, but you yes. can't do that, can you? No, yeah, that's a great answer. I think you're by far the best answers we've had on a lot of Absolutely. Pieces, so. That's why Most, I married her. <laughs> so I could have answers. <laughs> Hey, Linda, what do you think about yeah, What do you this? think? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me ask my wife. Yeah, that's right. That's a, good, that's a good response to things I've figured. So, Mike, what about you? Superpower, what would it be? Um, man. Maybe to fly. Yeah. I'd like to fly. There you go. Just be able to jump up in the air and go. Just go. Just take off. Your your uh, your drives to wherever it is Montana or whatever you go to be Canada li- yeah we Canada can do that lickety quick. split yep that'd be fantastic I thought about a superpower that involved fish or <laughs> but I, nothing really <laughs> comes to mind see. no okay. all right Miss Lena what's your favorite type of music um I don't exactly have a favorite type I've got types that I don't like what what are types you don't like I can't stand heavy metal. There and you go. I I don't like much rap. Yeah, you know, you're not other, a other than that, I like a lot of things. Okay. You know, of course, what's kind of scary, I guess, is like the things that I listened to when I was a a teenager. You know, mm. I'm and now I'm singing along with them. I'm like, oh, that's not very yeah. nice. <laughs> I I didn't realize that was even what it said. You know, oh, and yeah. I'm like, oh well, yeah. okay. Yes, <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that because we're like. I didn't know that was what that was saying. Yes, I've I've seen that in like movies I grew up on, uh-huh. and then I'm like Georgia, let's watch this. And then I'm like, oh okay, we're and not yeah, gonna watch those yeah, anymore because you don't see those things. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I love you know praise and worship mu- music and yeah. and uh, some of the old hymns, 
so scriptural, mm. you know, and and if I'm just humming things around the house, that's usually, you know, one or the other of those. Yeah. I love it. What about you, Mike? Well, I did know what those lyrics were back in the 60s, 70s, yeah. and 80s. <laughs> and I still <laughs> like that music. Unashamedly. Yes. So. I love it. That's my favorite is is old rock and roll. There you go. Yeah. You got a favorite band from back then? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Boston. Really? Love we Boston. We had um, the Strongs on not oh, too yeah. long ago. Yeah. And they recorded their episode. And I think he said Boston. Oh yeah, his favorite was Boston. Yeah, just that's a fan favorite. A lot of people like Boston. You can ask Mike a whole lot of old rock and roll trivia, and he's got it. I so mean, that, like that he just, knows the one hit wonders, really? all of that. That's, yeah. that's your sweet spot. I just because I'm old. Yeah, well, I'm old. But be. yes, I like I said, I knew those lyrics. <laughs> I knew what they were saying. He said, "I, I still." He, he, I agreed with most. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> He also watches movies and then knows them yeah. with, you know, every line in them. And, you know, when we first started dating, which we didn't really date too much, but we, when we first started seeing each other, he would come up with all these little one-liners and stuff. Mm. And I thought, he is so witty. Wow. You, oh, never mind. We were watching movies. a movie then after that. And I'm like, that's where you got What that. she didn't know is they stole them from me. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You actually Yeah, wrote I, I came up with Come them. on. <laughs> Preach. I love it. All right. Two more. What is one thing that you're afraid of? Snakes. Snakes. I hate Without them. hesitation. It, it doesn't matter what size. I don't like mice Even either. if they serve a purpose. No, no. Well, if they're behind glass, that's okay. Sure. Or, you know, if, if they are way across the yard, you know, and there's lots of space between <laughs> us, that's okay. But yeah. no, I don't even like them if they're three inches long. Have or you had a run else. in with some snakes oh, before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get, what about you, Mike? Well, toddlers, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those species From, of that's, humans. That's, yes. That's, that, you know, kind of. Makes me nervous. That's hilarious. Um, I not much except I was on Lake Erie once, uh, and it was cold. Was it Erie? Well, it was bad. Mm. Lake Erie, it said, never gives up or dead. I've heard that in a song. Really? See, I did. I didn't make that up. I stole that. So you stole that. But uh, <clears throat> it was cold. Big waves. They told us we're not supposed to be on there. The Coast Guard wasn't even on there that day. That's what they said on the oh. radio. And the the captain of the boat that we're going to go out and fish with says, do you guys want to go? And it was our first time on Erie. So we said, yeah, we're going. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. It was scary. <laughs> it was pretty scary. Yeah, what I can't he, even imagine. What so, did he tell you about Dan's dad? Yeah, he's, we, we had a friend of mine's dad was with us, and he was probably my age or a little older at that time. And when he came up to get us out of our, you know, pick us up he said well first of all that old man there he can't go because this will kill him out there no and he way. wasn't kidding <laughs> it was so, oh my so that should have been a clue for right. us hey don't go yeah. but this uh this is your first time eerie yeah. is scary just wow. let me tell you that it's you're yeah. called eerie Mother for Nature. a reason Woo. yeah waves you don't think right i mean like yeah the swimming in the ocean for the first oh, time yeah, oh my word Big, it, yes, big waves, man. Okay, that is a very unique response. I love that. 
All right. Uh, last one, more of a spiritual note. Um, Miss Linda, what is one thing in your life you're grateful for right now? I am grateful that, that I had parents that uh, took me to church from the beginning of my life and, and introduced me to Christ at an mm-hmm. early age so that, you know, there are tough things in life. Mm-hmm. There are great things in life. But isn't it nice to have Jesus through all That's of right. them? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I'm just glad that that I did have him for, you know, most of my life. Mm. And uh, I've experienced those times where it's the peace that passes all understanding Mm. because you feel peace at a time when you shouldn't. Mm. And I've, you know, I've just had, I've had Christ for a long time. Mm. Love that. Yeah, that's great. What about you, Mike? One thing you're grateful for? So we just got back from... A little family trip, yeah, and uh, took my daughter and her kids and her husband and my mom, and a couple went with us from our church. That I didn't realize this, but they've only been here six months, maybe, maybe. not very long, yeah, Yeah. not very long. And it made me think about how our church, how the people in our church, because church is not the building, it's not the brick and mortar, it's the people, how the people in our church are just so open and willing to become a part of other people's lives. Mm. How, How much of a nurturing environment we have in our church right now where people connect quickly, they connect deeply. Mm. Um, they're they're focused on not just themselves and and the friendships that we have, but they're focused on you know what God's doing yeah. and, and how God's working in them. Mm. And and so we had this couple went with us, you know, and it was like that we've been friends forever. It's like and they were saying that, not just me, they were saying, That's you know, cool. we've only been here since August or whatever. And and it it seems like we've known you forever, wow. and that's happening a lot in our church, yeah. in, in what I'm involved with, just yeah. a lot. Yeah. Seeing a lot of people connect with other people and with the Lord on a deep, deep, you know, level, mm. and 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 it's that's very encouraging. I, I remember times when that was not so in my life, and and in my church that I was going to. But uh, God has really blessed our church um, in in some unique ways, yeah. um, and that that's a that's an environment that I hope we continue mm. to like treasure and and support and, and nurture and right? nurture. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, put to keep keep that going yeah. with our people um, because. Getting connected like that lets people become what God wants them to be. Yeah, because they they're open, they're honest, they're real, authentic, right? Uh, very authentic. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's such a good answer. That's fantastic. Well, let's jump into the meat and potatoes, as, as some would say. Um, so let's talk to Miss Linda first. Tell us where you grew up, uh, what life was like growing up, what you did. Uh, what's your involvement with anything was activities, church, sports, uh, siblings, parents, just kind of the whole 
maybe early years of your life. Give us a little uh, taste of what that was like. Okay, I was born at a really young age. <laughs> I love it. I love I love when people say that. <laughs> I really do. Like, I love it. Um, I was the third and last child, the only girl. Oh, okay. And my brothers probably said I was a brat, but I say that, you know, mom and dad finally got it right, so they stopped, (laughs) you know. But I grew up around Stillwell, Oklahoma. No way. Yeah. You're from Stillwell? Yeah. Um, We've got so many people from Stillwell from this church. Yeah. It's a good place to be from. It is. Yeah. I I, guess so. But I went to school at Cave Springs. Now, that's a little, there's no town of Cave Springs. It's Uh, not Cave Springs, Arkansas. It's Cave Springs, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. And there's no town there. It's just a little country school, but it went uh, first through 12th grade at that time. And they've probably added kindergarten now. I don't know. But um, my dad was the ag teacher there. Mom stayed at home until I was uh, about five or something like that. And then she started teaching school also. And um, we went to church at Bunch Baptist Church. Bunch was a little town. There weren't a bunch of people in Bunch. (laughs) There were, uh, our church averaged 30 to 40 a Sunday, something like that. So a family of five, when we weren't there, we were missed. Oh, you Uh, felt that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But... um, it was a great way to grow up, um, you know, because we were from a small place, then people had the the time and, and everything to, to really uh, get put into your life, you mm. know. Yeah. And uh, I had several Sunday school teachers that were just awesome, you know. I taught Sunday school for the first time not well. But for the first time when I was 16, I had like the, the little ones, mm. the primaries, they called them. And we were in a, a little room about the size of a closet. In fact, I think it used to be a closet, oh, a wow. coat closet. Yeah, so oh, not wow. ideal. That's but, tiny. But yeah. anyway, um, and then as far as school, uh, it was a very small school. I think it's smaller now than it used to be. Um in Adair County, there were a lot of schools that just went up to the eighth grade. So ninth grade, you had all those kids that were from those other schools come into your school. Mm-hmm. You know, so in ninth grade, your your class really increased in size. Exploded, yeah. yeah. So uh, and activities, uh, man. I was all into basketball. Were you? I, oh, if there would have been a WNBA at you know at, at that time, I, that would have been me. Really. No, not really. But. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been my dream, you yeah. know, <laughs> but yeah. no, it wouldn't have happened. But um, where I grew up, everything centered around family, church, and school, which is not a bad thing. I wish yeah. we could go back to that a yeah. lot more. And as far as activities, since my dad was the ag teacher <laughs> and we lived on a 140-acre farm, wow. Um, I showed pigs. I was, man, 4-H was it. I was... I was big into 4-H, mm-hmm. you know, district officer and, you know, got to go to Washington, D.C., you know, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So I loved that. And then when I was a junior or getting ready to be a junior in high school, we moved to Coweta. Okay. I didn't know anybody. I didn't think. Turns out I knew one person because I had met him at Roundup, but uh, which is 4-H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so came in as a junior and I, I I think we had a great 
class. You know, classes at school are not all the same. Some of them are real cliquish. Some, you know, mm-hmm. but our class I think was a really good one. And and I, um, <laughs> in in my senior year, I was in a speech and drama class, which I really enjoyed. Mike was in that same class. I was. <laughs> Did you guys do like um, like musicals or like actual uh, no. dramas and stuff? Dramas and More stuff. Or like Macbeth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Goofy stuff, mostly. Yeah, okay. And I was one of the not ready for any time gang. Okay, you know, back on Saturday Night Live, they had the not ready for primetime players. Yeah. So we were not ready for any time yeah, gang. Yeah, 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 love it. And the guys, it was it was all guys except me. And they said, you're the only one that doesn't mind making a fool of herself, which I did daily. But Did a uh, great job. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it. It was, yeah. it, it was so fun. It was so fun. And Mike, I got to see him in a dress a couple of times because we... I would like to I see I was the that. only guy who had the legs for it. Yeah, That's yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. You know, he was Miss Hurst, the nurse, one time. And by the way, Mike and I never thought about dating while we were in high school. No. So how? So when did you guys actually like? We were way in different circles. No, oh, yeah. know each other. Was it great? Like middle school? Was it when you moved to Coweta? You well, I knew who he was when he, when I moved to Coweta. His dad was my principal. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. he was yeah. one of the Wilson boys. Yes. You know, and it's like you've seen one, you've seen them all because everybody thought they all looked alike. And now I don't think they look that much alike. But yeah, because I know them yeah. better. But um, you know I, always, I always thought he was, <laughs> I always thought he rest, was really though. funny, you know, and all that. But that was that was it. I just thought he was funny. Yeah. And so that was, I was pretty funny looking, especially yeah, in funny that class that dress. Yeah. Yes. But you know, I I need to back up a little bit because you know the most important thing. When did I come to Christ? Yeah. Right? Yeah. When? And that was um, I had really been thinking about it. You know, uh, I was nine years old, and then. Um, went to church camp down at Kaimishi. KVA? And, yes, KVA. Oh, yeah. Very special place to me because I, on I a Thursday know. night, man, my heart just started running away. And I knew, you know, and I just stepped out in that aisle and went down and talked with my pastor, Brother Larry Matheson. Brother and, Larry. Yep. And uh, so I bet I have been to church camp I wouldn't even know how many times through my life. 112. Probably. <laughs> about the same as my age. Yeah. But, that will be disclosed uh, <laughs> never. I'm going to talk about that. But, no. you know, I went as a as a kid, and sometimes I would go to a couple of camps each summer, and, and then as a grown-up, you know, I'd go and, you know, first I was a sponsor, and then I started be- becoming a cook for camp, which I like a whole lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Get your own quarters a lot of times, you know, whatever. But um, anyway, church camp has been pretty neat. In fact, the, okay, so Mike and I got married in January, and then. It's my birthday. Yes, that's true. The whole month is your birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, celebrate. birthday month. I love it. And so by that summer, then I was pregnant, and we went to three church camps that summer. Oh. (laughs) Miserable, probably. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was fine. Uh, and we went out yeah. to. <laughs> we went to Kaimishi, and then we went to Falls Creek, and then we went to Glorietta, and it was a great summer. It wow. was a great summer. That's a little bit of a trek out to Glorietta. <laughs> it is. Started going out there when I was in college. 
Okay. So I really love enjoyed that. Yeah. Glorietta. My grandpa actually keeps the grounds there. Really? Really? Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, awesome. He, he married a, a lady, I don't know, 10 years ago or so, and she's... She Do you ever go there. out? Do you ever go I've out? I've never been. Oh, my never gosh. Been. You need to go. He shows me pictures every time. You need to go. Yeah, he really, he really loves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. But the cool thing about it back then was not just, I mean, that you were out in the Rocky Mountains and it wasn't 150 degrees mm-hmm. like it is here. Mm-hmm. It was really some good people, you know, talking to you and, and a lot of good learning. Yeah. Um, hanging out with your college buds, you know, that just being a Jesus freak hippie. Yes. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Seriously? (laughs) Hey, if you're a Jesus freak, you got to go to the mountains at least once. Yeah. So didn't Jesus live in the mountains? uh, If he didn't, he should (laughs) have. I believe there were mountains around. Yes. Something like that. Probably more so in his day. Yeah. In his area anyway. So. All right. So you're a senior in high school. Yeah. And you're in drama class. Oh, yeah. And you're doing all the things. Oh, yeah. Where does your life go from there? <laughs> well, um, I went to OSU then uh, the next year. And then I married my high school sweetheart. And we had four children. Our second one only lived for about seven hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but then um, that ended in divorce. There was infidelity, shall we say? Mm. Um, and um, so, anyone, what, year did, what, what year did you get married to him? Seventy-eight. Okay, and you had four children. Uh huh. And when did that marriage end? Eighty-five. Okay. We had children quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like, and and you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like um, in those days, because just talking with my grandma and grandpa and stuff, like that's kind of what you did. Yeah. Like you had kids young and a lot of them, uh-huh. and that's just how life was. Like people and, were just doing that. Am I wrong? People married. Like, I, I really don't know. Yeah, it's pretty people normal. married. Yeah, it's married normal. younger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. And so... Um, Hated it that my kids were from a broken home. Never, ever, ever yeah. wanted that. But you know, what do you do? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that was hard to walk through. Oh uh, yes, yes. So I was glad that that I had Christ through that. Um, a lot of the women from our church. I went to First Baptist Coweta at that time. A lot of women from our church, you know, came alongside of me and yeah. you know helped me through that and um, so on and so forth. Well then made a huge mistake about three years later when I married someone that, you know, uh, I was going to, you call it missionary dating, you know. You want to convert them. Yeah, I wanted to to help save him. Well, that's not a good thing. And that ended a, a year later, and that was like the worst year of our lives. I hated that I put my kids through that because it was horrible. So I decided uh, I was not going to have anything to to do with men anymore. I was just going to concentrate on uh, raising my kids, and, you know, just that was where my focus was. And then there's Mike. And Mike shows up. Well, let's pause (laughs) there because we'll we'll revisit this. Okay. Let's talk about Mike. Where did you grow up? What was life like with all 17 Wilson boys? (laughs) 
Uh, I'm sure y'all are into a lot of mischief. Oh, every and, day. And fun. But just kind of that dynamic, same as Miss Linda. Where'd you grow up? Uh, activities, home life, church life, all that good stuff. All right. So uh, believe it or not, I grew up in Coweta, Oklahoma. No way. Never heard Little of it. Little town. Never heard of it. Little town you may be familiar with. <laughs> Man, like Linda said, my dad was the principal by the time I got to high school, he was principal. Um, when we first started, or when he first started, when our fr- family first started out, or when I was born, I guess, he was a teacher. He was a math teacher. Um, we lived here basically, I don't know what, as, as far as early years, we're just typical kids. I mean, into everything. Baseball, football, trouble, you know, hunting and fishing was always a big, big part of our life. How many brothers do you have? I have four brothers and one sister. And in that, the six of us, I'm number two. Okay. So I have an older brother, Mark, which you guys know. I do. And then uh, I have three younger brothers. My sister was not the youngest. She was next to the youngest. Okay. Uh, my younger brother, uh, or youngest brother, came along about five years after her. Um, so we're all like stair-stepped. Two years apart yeah. in school until the youngest one, Greg. And then he was about five years behind okay. my sister. Um, so growing up with basically the three brothers that were close to my age, we you know, played together, ran around together, rode bikes together. It was back in the day when you could ride anywhere. You could go anywhere. Nobody cared. I mean, you'd be at the pond or you'd be at the creek or you'd be riding bikes and be almost a broken arrow, you know, or or whatever. Nobody worried about how far you went. or So that's kind of what I did growing up, just played, had fun. Yeah. when I got to, I, I played basketball in high school. Yeah. I Did, ran a little were track. You, were you also I, into the WNBA? Like I was not. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was more of a. Uh, I'm going to ride this bench until yeah, <laughs> it squeals. I was the so, same way in basketball. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, someone's so, got to do it. Hey, that's right. But I, I, I love basketball. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, back in that day. So graduated from high school and started off, worked for a semester, and then decided, I don't want to work. Went out to the oil fields out in Texas Panhandle. I decided I need to go to college. Yeah. That convinced me I needed to go to college. Yes. So came back and, and started at Connors, Connor State College in about 1979, okay. January. Did you go to Muskogee Connors? <clears throat> no, I went Warner? to Warner okay. and lived on campus over there. And uh, about my second semester, I started hanging out. I, I had some guys from Coweta that I knew that I hung out with and started going to the BSU some. Yeah. And so I got saved. Uh, the decision that I made for Christ was during a what they call those mini semester in January between the fall oh, and spring semester. Yeah. And I had gone back with one of my friends from Coweta 
who was a member of First Baptist Church and here in Coweta and was going to the Baptist Student Union there, which I think they're called the B- BCM. BCM now. And uh, he came into my, I mean, we were spending the night there, and he came in and, and started talking to me about, about Jesus. And uh, it was, the guy's name's Ron Harrington. He's still a friend of mine. Uh, even though he introduced me to Jesus, no, <laughs> he is. He's still still one of my friends. Um, and he talked to me about something that I I grew up Lutheran and kind of went knew who Jesus was and kind of knew what that relationship was supposed to be, kind of like. Never really took that very seriously or so was church personally. as a young kid. Was that like a man? We're there at the doors every time the doors oh, yeah. were open. Yeah, we were at the we were at the Lutheran church. My mom still, and and one of my brothers still go there. Oh, really? Okay. They're still. Is it in Coweta? Where's it at? No, it's in Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So grew up going to the Lutheran church, um, and went through all of that. I mean, we were there like you say every Sunday. Yeah. Went through catechism class, oh, yeah. which is what you do as, yes. as a Lutheran, yeah. and uh, just had done all of that, but never had any kind of personal relationship with Christ, never internalized any of that stuff until talking to him that that night. And uh, it was more like God just invaded my life at that mm-hmm. point and said, you're going to be mine. Yeah. Yes, I am here. Yes, you're gonna start, you know, this relationship with me, and uh, probably if it had been left up to me, I wouldn't have done it, you right. know. Yeah. But knowing that, hey, God's saying He's real, and and I know that He's real. I I've experienced that in my life and my heart, and and started that relationship with Him then. And, uh, and you're about how old here? I was. 20, 19, 20. Okay. Connor. Just about College. 20. Connor State College. Love it. So from there, started going to the BSU. The first Southern Baptist church I ever went to, I was uh, singing on the revival team for the BSU. The second one I ever went to, I was preaching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So we had a revival team that went out um, and just visited area churches there around the, you know, that part of the Warner area. Yeah. Around that area. And, uh, did you ever go to Shakota? We did. Oh, Went to wow. Shakota. Okay. Muldrow, Roland. Yes. You know, yeah. Stillwell. Not not Stillwell. Stigler. Salisaw. 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 Yeah. Stigler, those kind of places. Yeah. We went to a lot of those. Some of them I won't even remember the names of. But it uh, started out like that and just, you know, started growing there. Um, got with a really, really neat pastor at First Baptist Warner that poured into mm. our lives, me and a couple other guys. I mean, just poured into our lives. Mm. Met with us um, regularly throughout the week and just helped us to get strengthened and to know more about what this was that we had started and yeah. who God was and how we should relate to him and um, really appreciated what that guy did for yeah. us. Um, taught me that, you know, it's not about that one time thing of 
making a decision for Christ. It's about a relationship that yeah. continues to grow. Right. And that's you know, that's the way I got into my relationship with the Lord was guys that that's they were gonna pour their lives into me. And uh I just continued to go from there. I I had a um a girl that was on that was going to the BSU. As a matter of fact, a lot of kids came to the BSU that next year because we had gone out and done those revivals. Really? A lot of kids from that area, they yeah. just they really liked our BSU. We grew from I think the first year I started there, we were running maybe 30, 25, 30 guy, kids to our noon days, we would have over a hundred wow. kids going to coming to be to WSU. That's that's a lot oh, for the was, campus of for that little video place. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. There yeah. was a giant revival going on there. That's so cool, and just seeing people change left and right. Met a girl there that we ended up falling in love, getting married. Um, I went to seminary after. Oh, well, really? after Connors, I finished up at Southeastern. She okay. and I got married while we were still in school at Southeastern. I went to seminary. And uh, as I was getting out of seminary, we started going through some troubles and ended up getting a divorce. Yeah. So um, I'm out of seminary. I'm looking for a job. I've just gotten a divorce. I'm not going to get a job in a church here. Mm. So came back to Coweta and started working on teaching, uh, getting a t- teaching certificate so I could. I wanted to work with youth or younger people. Yeah. Um, felt that was a way that I could continue to work with them, and so that was kind of the route that I took then. Okay. To uh, to still be involved in working with youth and and reaching kids with the gospel and you know making yeah. changes in their lives. So does that bring us to the kind of the moment where you met Linda? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. So this is kind of where you guys can. I feel Bounce like off of each other. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like when you talk about how you met and all that stuff, you have a perspective and obviously you have a perspective. It's kind of different, right? So how did y'all meet? What was that like? Um, was it I feel like a lot of the women uh rejected the men before, or at least at first. I know I was rejected. Thank you, Alex. Um But so what was that like for you guys? How'd you meet all that good stuff? Well, um, I had known his family, you know, since I moved to Coweta, and uh, his sister-in-law at that time, her name was Jeanette, and I saw her at the Pizza Planet or what? One of you know one of those Pizza places. Planet, yeah, where whatever it was. That Did you was even here. know one of those? A pizza Toy planet. Story has a Pizza Planet. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. we were living in so, Toy Story. I don't know of a real one. But I know <laughs> the Toy Story one. But anyway, Jeanette saw me, and she knew that I went to church at, at First Baptist, and uh, she was saying. Linda, you ought to invite Mike, you know, because, you know, he's just gone through seminary, but now he and his wife are divorcing, and, you know, yeah. he he loves the Lord, you know, he needs to be in church, you know, whatever, and I'm sure he would have been anyway, it wasn't anything I did, so just anyway. Just being a friend to him. Yeah. yeah, and Mark Wilson mm-hmm. was in charge of the softball program at mm-hmm. Coweta at that time. And my daughter was Miss Softball USA, you know, and all that. And so <laughs> so we saw each other a lot and everything. Yeah. And so I think I saw Mike at 
the softball fields and invited him, you know, and I, I don't know if he remembers that really or not, but anyway, he started coming to coming to uh, to First Baptist Coweta. He was even um, not on staff exactly, but he was interim youth minister there for a while. Oh, nice, really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, um, anyway, I'll let him take it from there. <laughs> well, <laughs> we did. We met it yeah. for really started getting to know each other at First Baptist Coweta. Going, you know, working with kids. She had kids. I was doing all kinds of stuff there, you know. And um, like she said, uh, interim youth for a while, working with the youth all the time um, and with children. Yeah. So we got to know each other through First Baptist Church and ended up not really dating at first, just kind of going places we were in the same Sunday school class together and I do remember her inviting me to the to that Sunday school class and uh, started out that way and then started you know going places together and our first was it just together or like as a group we'd go as a group as a group yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. And, and actually the time that maybe things started happening I don't know maybe Mike has a different perspective but uh, we were supposed to go. Got with, spicy. <laughs> well, I don't know about Sorry. that. <laughs> but we were supposed to go with our Sunday school group to a movie, like the dollar movie. We were big spenders. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was and, dollar movie. And everybody backed out except Mike and me. And we were like, well, mm-hmm. do we do we still go? Or what are we I'm here said? to tell you that was planned. Oh, well. So. Um, before that, oh, okay. before that, oh, okay. Let's go back before that. Here we go. Yes, she's right. We we went together to that and talked. We get to where we knew each other really well, you know. Yeah. And I knew what her heart was and what she wanted, and she knew what my heart was. <clears throat> but before that, their group would go out, okay. And I was part of that group, but I would stay back with the kids. Mm. I would babysit the kids of some of the people that were in that group really? that were going out so they could go out. Okay. So they could go have fun. And look at you. So man. started it it started weird. Did started, you, what was the I, reason for you doing that? Well, I don't think you kept my kids. I, no, I, I don't think I ever did keep no, yours. I think no, yours were with was, your parents. But it was some well, of the I other people. I, I don't think I went with there's, the Maybe that was a different group. Yeah, it was. So it was. Y'all were in a lot I, I mean, of groups we're in, back then. It was the same, we were. It was the same group, but it was the same group, yeah. same Sunday school class. Linda wasn't just wasn't going out with them at yeah. that time. Yeah. So you guys go to the movie? Do you go to we the go, movie? Together? We went to the movie. Went to the movie. Ooh. What movie was Spoke it? Do you like remember? Sweden's. Yeah, you're, it, it was. It was uh, a terrible movie. Yeah. It was no, it wasn't really terrible. Pretty Woman. Yep. <laughs> that my guy Roy Orbison. No, no, that's uh, that's uh, um, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Now, who sings "Pretty Woman"? Oh, yeah, Roy uh, Orbison. Okay, yeah, yeah that's I what know. I was thinking. Or Van Halen, if you want to go up to the seventies. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Roy Orbison. My grandpa loves "Pretty Woman." Yep. How he, could he you not? Sing. He would always sing that. It's a song. great song. Yeah. So you see, you see, "Pretty Woman," and Mike's saying, "Listen, I'm watching Pretty Woman, no, and I'm with a Pretty no, Woman." No, no. Uh-uh. That's the mindset. Like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's no. may have been what I was saying at the time, but that's yeah, no, yeah. It, it just didn't go that way. 
<laughs> so what was that movie? I mean, what was the? Was there no connection? Was there no? Well, I, I don't know. We were we were buddies, you know. Yeah, we, we had a good. So time. you you both had no like. Oh, man, there I was like there was person. some there. Yeah, there was something there. I feel like but Linda's it didn't staying come. steady with this no business. She, see, there's well, a little rejection okay, okay. there. Well, let's just say when when he made his move, shall we say it uh-huh. kind of did I make a move? Caught me off guard, off guard, oh. big time. Because oh. you big weren't in time. that headspace, so you weren't no. there. Because oh. he, it's always the man. <laughs> okay, you want me telling telling this? Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, okay. tell him everything a little closer so we can. Okay, so um. He calls me on the phone yeah, one night. I think it was I think it was after church one night, I think. Kids were already in bed and he he called me and he said um he said, "Well, let me think. Let me get this right. I don't want to be telling it wrong." He said, "I remember none of this." Really? You don't remember? Really? Not really. Oh. Well, anyway, he calls so me and he's the, okay. Well, I'm free to tell <laughs> she can say him whatever she wants. Right, yeah. But he was like, um, "Could I come and talk to you for a little while?" And I said, "Uh, I, I guess you know." And he, and why? And he said, "Well, Linda, I think I'm in love with you." I was like, "What?" Ooh. <laughs> he said, and "I he, ain't wasting no time." I don't time. remember. Yeah, and said, I think I was drunk. <laughs> Well, that would say it. Then. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, but, not really. Not yeah. really. Woke up going, what did I what say? What did I just night? say? That's so weird. I know. And, and you know, <laughs> once we did start seeing each other, and we went over to uh, his parents' house, which, you know, they were a very close family, and they got together all the time, you know. And so the kids and I went over there, you know, and, and his mom and I were standing in the kitchen together, and, and I said, well... I just want to thank you for how nice everybody's been to me and the and the, my kids, you know, and 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 all that. And she goes, "Well, I just I just know that for most of Mike's life, there's no way I can do anything that would influence him or anything. So I just have to go with whatever." <laughs> so I'm like, "Thank you for being okay, honest. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. If you wow. don't want to know the truth." Don't ask my mom because no. she'll tell you. Yeah. Really, <laughs> blatantly honest. Oh, yeah. oh yes. man, I love that. Yeah, yeah. that's we my mom. we get along very well now. Yeah, you love her. Yeah, yeah. So you you basically just come out and you say, "Listen, Linda." So I think we got a future together. So uh, what do you think? So what do you remember about? Because you say I don't you don't remember, remember that conversation. I really don't remember. What the do you call, remember being? But like I do that remember moment. thinking. Okay, so I've gotten to know this person, and I know that she's somebody that shares what I believe. She shares what I see that I want to do yeah. with my life. Yeah. She shares my family values. Like she said, my family is really, really close. Yeah. Um, and so I, I saw that about her. And those things were, I mean, besides the fact that she was, you know, a a hot chick. She That's was right. That's right. She was smart. She it's was okay to say she that. had a job. Yeah. That's always good. There you go. Dude, <laughs> seriously. I'm not gonna get into that, but I oof. I was still you doing youth minister high karate or something. I, yeah. You were still just trying I was still to figure making, out your life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, and then I'm still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> 
after after we were married and we had Bethany. Uh-huh. Uh, Bethany was six weeks old when we went out to um, Sunnyside Baptist Church. Okay. And yeah. they decided to call Mike as their youth minister for a whopping. You ready? Let's hear it. Fifty dollars a week. I was making big bucks. He was into that the is, big bucks that then. Is, that is insane. <laughs> I mean, just to think about that, that's crazy. Uh, Were you like full time? Like they didn't really have full time, so I would have been a part, it would have been a part time job. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a Sunday Wednesday thing. Wow. Yeah. Taking so, the kids to That's crazy. Weekend stuff. We would do yeah. quite a bit of weekend stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you guys after the movie, what happens to to your relationship though? I wanna I wanna so, so we started, we did start that. seeing each other so you more. started dating. We went, our first date was, went back to a movie. Um, what was the name of that movie? Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, it's a Christmas movie. Pretty Woman to Die Hard. Yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm like, we're not, not scoring points here. That's but. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a theme for me. Yeah. You know, I started with a pretty woman. Now... Yeah, I'm gonna die you, hard. You knew, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. So you start dating. How long do yep. you date before you marry? We were married uh, not long, about six months or late less. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how yeah, long, but it wasn't very long. So you said you were caught like off that. guard six, seven when you like, like, oh, what you love yeah, me well. that type of thing. But then you you felt the same way, right? Yeah. Soon after that, yeah. you're still questioning. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm aren't like, you? what? She's still questioning. <laughs> so you get married, then then what happens? Kind of take us from there. You you had you said you had how, how soon did you have Bethany? She okay. Our anniversary is January 10th, and then the next January 31st. Okay, she came. Right. She was so she, she was, was a little. She was didn't want to wait. She was actually doing February February 10th, oh, okay. but you know. So a couple of weeks early. She's a little, little impatient. Yeah. yeah. So a year, a year after we, and and understand we've already ha- we already have three right. at the house, so it's like stepping into a dad role. Yeah. Basically, and of course, what was I thirty one when we got married? Thirty. Was thirty one? I yeah. believe. So. so we were a little older at that point. Anyway. Just for me, just being a being a guy. For you, Mike, knowing Linda had children, knowing that man, you do love this woman. What was that thought process of? She already has kids, so that would be stepping into a dad. That would be doing all these things that were required of a dad. And what was I mean? What was that challenging for you? Was that something you were like? nervous about i mean what what was that for you well because i'm you know not very smart and simple then i never really thought about it too. no i'm just kidding um <laughs> I'm really me too I'm just I, gonna... I, I i am pretty simple yeah, but yeah. i did know that the kids her kids were not rejecting me right. you know they accepted me right yeah um I had developed relationships with them before we got married, um, probably even before we were dating. Yeah. So knew those kids pretty well, and they knew me really right. well. So intentionally, after we started dating, 
built relationships with them that were that were good relationships. Yeah. And so um I didn't have any, you know, problem accepting that there were children there already. Yeah, sure. I mean, that, sure. that was not a big deal to me. Yeah. And plus, um, my my children were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still bet. are. Still are. What was that like for you, though, Linda? Like, was there hesitancy to bring another man into the, the relationship? Uh, yes. Around your kids? I mean, what was that like for you? Yes, there was. But uh, I can remember... Kent uh, coming to me and his, he was so wise. He was, how old was he? Nine? Yeah. Eight, uh, nine, eight. eight, maybe, something like that. And he said, told me one time, he said, uh, Mama, I don't think you should get married again. I was like, okay. Mm. And then he goes, unless it's Mike. Really? I really like Mike. Oh, <laughs> like, that's cool. Oh. Okay. So he gave you the thumbs up for he Mike, did. but yeah. nobody else. Yeah. 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 I we mean, it's just got to be hard to. You know, oh, it, it is hard. hard out there again. It is. And it's it hard is. to have a blended family. Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. Has that? I mean, so, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, what what has that been like for you guys? What are some of the challenges you've faced with blended families? I mean, or has there been any challenges? Well, they were all my kids, so it wasn't so hard for me. Maybe <laughs> harder for Mike. Yeah. But but having outside adults that were still really involved with those kids, it, it's it's hard. I mean, it's just challenges of working out schedules and working out. Hey, that's not really a great thing that you're doing with those kids. Right. You know, we don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Those challenges are—they're I mean, always there. I mean, mm-hmm. always were there. Yeah. Um, as they got older, you know, the kids developed their own relationship with each of us and their their dad and right. the other their yeah. their stepmother, and um, that kind of got easier as they got to be adults. But boy, when they were kids, it, it, there were some rough times. Yeah, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Let's start back with you're, you're married. Uh, what's life like? Is it? I mean, you you both have been married at this point. Um, was there a a blissfulness? Was there still that honeymoon phase? Was there? I mean, I don't know if we got a honeymoon there, phase. There wasn't any. We're time still looking for that. For that. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're waiting on that. Yeah, there wasn't any time for that. It's so life just boomed. Kind of like hit going. the ground running. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it really was. I mean, we kids are involved in all kinds of things, and we just were a family all at once. You know, it just kind of went from there. I'm, I'm used to being family, so yeah, I came from a big family. Yeah. So okay, so we were really poor. You oh yeah. This, I mean, my teacher's salary mm-hmm. was the big support at that time, and. So we're, we're, we were really poor family of five because he's still getting his teaching degree, you know, back when you right. used to, yeah, right. still working on had to be certificate. really qualified. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Shouldn't have gone there. That's a subtle plug. Yeah. But, um, I love it. But for instance, that first year that we were married on spring break, mm-hmm. like right now, Mike, who loves fishing, if you've been around him for two minutes, you know that. Mm-hmm. 
we decide that we're going to take a family trip over to Roaring River, which okay. is actually where we just got back from. Okay. And so we don't have the money to get, a, you know, a cabin or anything like that. So we have a van and we take out the middle seat, the middle bench seat. We take it out, put a mattress in the bottom of that. So we're going to camp out in our van. So okay. this this was where Farley, you no, know, what was his name? They got the idea on Saturday Night Live for living in a van down by the river. Yeah, that was from us. We did that before them. And I can't imagine with all your kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Mindy what? was Mindy was going to get the back bench. So I had three seat. kids at the time. Yeah. Bethany wasn't born yet. Yeah. Okay. Mindy was going to get the back bench seat. The two boys were going to sleep on the mattress. This is just stuff that we Mike had to do. And Mike and I each yeah. had a captain's chair in front, you know. Well, when we left Coweta, it was nice and sunny, you know, 70 degrees and all this. And we're thinking, this is going to be perfect. We get over there. Oh, my cold. goodness. A cold front had come through. Oh, no. I spent my whole time going back and forth to Cassville to try to find some more clothes for us to put really? on. Of course, they you know, they were already in. Oh, summer's coming. You know, yeah. let's put our bathing suits yeah, out, yeah, you know, yeah. and everything. It was like, and oh. I'm starting the van every two hours so yeah, everybody can warm up. To, yeah, when we go to bed that <laughs> night, you know, the van's being started and then turned off and all the stuff. And finally, about two or three in the morning, we're like, oh, let's hang this up. Let's go home. We're going home. Mike caught one trout. I did. One. That was it. Does that mean it's a successful trip? It was a success. <laughs> well, it's no. been, it's been yeah. a good story for many years. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Man, we were freezing, though. See, this is, I don't know. That's, Those are the, to me, that's fun. Like, Oh, yeah. It was a blast. Maybe not in the moment, but it's like. <laughs> oh, I was having a ball. <laughs> but it's like, the can you believe time. you did this? I'm thinking, you know? yes. Yeah. This is what I, this is the way I roll. Yeah. yeah. We grilled hot dogs and the one trout on the little grill there. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love it. Kept running back and forth to the bathroom to get warm. <laughs> yeah, because the bathrooms were clean and they yeah. did have nice hot now, water. Now, where is that at? Where, like, what actually city is that? It's, uh, it's by it's southwest Missouri. Missouri. So it's just just above the Still Rogers, warm. Arkansas, right up in there okay. into Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Not too far. No, not too far. I love it. Oh, it was a it was a ball. I love it. <laughs> So really, you're living off of just love at this oh, point. Oh yeah, like you, you got your yep. poor. I'm trying to get my teeth. Your fifty dollars a week. Oh yeah, at yep. the, the Sunnyside Baptist. Sunnyside. So do you guys Sunnyside. plant roots at Sunnyside and raise the kids there? What's that like? We were there for two years. Yeah, we stayed there for two or years. Two and a half years. Yeah. Two, two, two and a half years. Yeah. And then, and you were the youth I pastor was the whole youth time. Pastor okay. during that time, loved it. And our pastor was Alan Holmes. Oh my goodness, he was such a great guy. Yeah, so funny. And he talked me into going to church camp with a five month old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay, so I'm pretty sure. This. I'm pretty sure I was of no help that week, <laughs> other than entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, maybe that's what he wanted out of you. And the three kids were there. Now, Mike wasn't there because no. you were. I was working. You working at something. I don't know what you were doing. I had a too. summer job then. And okay. yeah, so I mean, at, <laughs> five, have. at yeah. five months yeah. old, Bethany is not eating food yet. Right. I mean, yeah. I had barely like given her any cereal, baby cereal or anything. So anyway, I'm standing there in line for the. For the meal, and I have Bethany up over my shoulder, you know, and 
somebody said something to me, and I looked around, and Alan Holmes has dipped his finger into the peanut butter and jelly that we were having for lunch that they had mixed all mm-hmm. together, dipped his finger in that, and is letting her suck that off of his finger. Oh, my goodness. I turned around and I said, Alan Holmes, I'm going to kill yeah, you. Yeah. You know, and all this stuff. Well, then the kids thought that was hilarious. All the kids, you know. And so then the whole week after that, it was, Linda, Linda, Alan's feeding Bethany again, you know, and all this stuff. So the last night, I decided I am not going to go to the church service that night. It was so hot and, you know, with a five-month-old and everything. So Betty Curtis and I stayed back at the cabin with Bethany, and we decided to get Alan Holmes. What'd you do? So I got one of her nice clean diapers. And we still had a little bit of that peanut butter and jelly that was all mixed together. We still had that in the refrigerator. We got that. Slopped that on the diaper. filled that diaper with that. And then I went and put it on his pillow with a note that said, see what you caused. (laughs) (laughs) And when when he came in, he goes... Mind over matter. He yeah. said, I could smell that, and it smelled awful. And he said, it, 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 so he got that, and he came, like, came after me. But as he walked by, Mindy, Mindy stuck her finger in it. Oh! And, and oh, no, yeah. she, no, she didn't what taste it. She she put it on his, his arm or something, and he goes, wait a minute. If that was what I thought it was, she, she would not be doing, be doing that. that. Yeah. And he goes, that's peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> That's awesome. So the original Love peanut butter and jelly time. See, all, we do. We you guys are the we OGs do it all. Of everything. Yeah, we've done it all. Yeah. So did you take as the youth guy for two years? Did you take him to camp? I did. Okay. Yeah. He we did, where did y'all he, go? He wasn't at Kaimishi. That you know where I just talked about. He wasn't there. He took the youth to Falls. Yeah. Creek. Youth to Falls Creek. Yeah, okay. that was the children's camp. So. Yeah, yeah we went to Falls Creek for so those back two when years. The, the, uh, there was no air air conditioning. Oh, no. And well, you're open at that amphitheater. Tabernacle. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe, honestly, I think one of those years, Brother Nick Garland was the campus pastor. Oh, I can remember really? when Brother yeah. Nick was yeah. down there. So yeah. was he pretty, I mean, he was, was he a, okay, a so, well-known speaker? <laughs> very well-known and did a great job. Yeah. Um, could, you know, he could relate to anybody. Yeah. With with his message or with God's message, so he he always did a great job. Um, but that was back when they were not so much. You didn't have your youth specialists coming out like you do today. Yeah, it was basically they were asking whoever was in the Bison Glee Club to lead the music. Yeah, and whoever was like the well-known pastor of the day, you know, somebody that was from a bigger church, they would have them be the campus Le- right. Leading the, the music was Gene Bartlett. Oh, yeah, it was For Bison years, Glee Club all the years, way. Years, years, Yeah. Wow. Which the kids hated, but yeah. we loved. <laughs> no. It was more for the sponsors and <laughs> yeah, pastors yeah. than it was the It really children. was. Yeah. So you guys, two years at Sunnyside, where do you go after that? What's your life look like? Your family dynamic is that when you guys go to BA? What's what's all that? No, we went back to First Baptist Coweta. Okay, um, trying to work. I wanted to get out of youth and start working with college kids. Okay, and did some of that. I and ended up working with youth again um, in an interim fashion after that too. 
So uh, just because between youth pastors, I would yeah I would be there. Um, so we stayed there, and through a series of things that happened. All right. So every ten years we did it, and this I want to make this shorter. The census came out, and Southern Baptists always do a census when the census goes out. And we found out at that point, that was in around 2000, that the the Wagner County was the least churched county right. for Southern Baptists in Oklahoma. And we wanted to do something about that. So the associate pastor at First Baptist and I, Russell Roderick, started looking at what can we do to this. Yeah. And we went everywhere. We that what that ended up doing, culminating in, was we tried to plant a church out of First Baptist Coweta, and it just did not work. Mm. Went out big, had some big numbers at first, and we just didn't have enough support. Uh, didn't have a place to go. Yeah. Um, so that ended up kind of fizzling out, and at that point. We decided uh, we need to find a church that wants to come to Coweta and wants to start a work here mm-hmm. because because of we need to get more people in church. There was one main Southern Baptist church in Coweta right. at that time. Yeah. And talking to the associational pastors in the area, the one from the DOM from Muskogee, the DOM from Tulsa, they're saying we know that there needs to be at least one more church there bigger church and probably two at this point. Yeah. And so that took us maybe not immediately, but within a two, a few years to first broken arrow. Yeah. Talking to Kevin Cottrell and we just met with Kevin and I laid my heart out for him. We laid our hearts out. We want to see a church in Coweta. We want to plant a church in Coweta. Coweta needs at least one church planted, maybe more than one. And Kevin, I said, are you looking in that area? Is that something that First Baptist Broken Arrow is looking at? And he said, yes, we are. And so we joined First BA, but with the understanding, we don't want to be members of First BA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to plant a church in Coweta. Right. Your heart was here. Uh, Yeah, always here. And we knew this is what God was working on through us or, you know, wanted us to be a part of. Yeah. So a lot of events transpired then that, a lot of people will know about that, that started with this church early with with community in the early days there was a pastor here who really had a missionary's heart he was ready to leave here he had come here through some family circumstances when it when it was Emmanuel when it was Emmanuel and right, he, right. And he was ready yeah, to, to yeah. move on uh, Broken Air was looking for something to do down here to start a church so Emmanuel that pastor and our pastor we met with them at a lunch mm. at Vinny's, I think. Really? I think it was at Vinny's. And got those two to meet, got those people to meet. And they, from there, said, look, I think we can do this. I think that First BA can come into Emmanuel, and we can start a work here through Emmanuel. Mm. And so that was kind of the beginning of of Community Baptist. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, it's cool stuff. That's Good amazing. stuff. Absolutely. Except it was supposed to be just a satellite of First Baptist Broken Arrow at the time. Yeah, at that time it was. So so let me ask your heart, when you when you go up there to, to 
Kevin Cottrell. What year is this about? I'm going to say it's... 2005 or six, maybe. Maybe. Seven. So this is a while before this transpired. 2007, yes. I think. Yeah, maybe it was 07. So did you guys stay so this started at First in Baptist until? We started, we stayed there. Love that church, by the way. Continue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, got oh, yeah. to know a lot of the Continuing people. Continuing to work on, okay, so what are we doing out there? What's Yeah. And uh, it wasn't very long before this came up. Maybe yeah. a year, maybe two years after we started at First BA. Okay. That this came up and yeah, uh, we, we saw that opportunity and said, Let's get you all together. Yeah. I think something could happen. Yeah. So So was that, that was the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist at the time uh-huh. that you met with? When did you meet with Nick? Um, did you actually, it was through Nick? Todd. Todd. Okay. With Todd Parr. Okay. Yeah. That where we all, where it all started, Todd and Kevin. Yeah. And I think, I, if I remember right, at that lunch at Vinny's, it was Todd Parr Maybe Kevin Cottrell and what was the pastor here's name? Oh, um, oh my goodness! But those those guys. Yeah. Um, there was another maybe an, maybe another person from Emmanuel, and then I know I was there. I can't remember who else was yeah. there. So, but that was the first big meeting of yeah. What would transpire to be yes, today? Yeah. yeah. So what what um. Obviously, your heart was to plant a church here, and then you hear BA somewhat interested, but they're like, "Listen, it's going to be a satellite of what we're doing." I mean, was that kind of like, "No, that's not what we really mean." Like, what was your what was your? I mean, was that expected to be a satellite, and you were okay with that, or did you really want it to be like autonomous, planting a church, not being affiliated with BA, or did you care? To be affiliated with BA. For me, I didn't really care. I knew BA was a good, healthy yeah. church, great church, actually. Mm-hmm. Right. And to be a, a part of them was, as long as Coweta was getting reached, that was the big deal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Coweta needed a place where people could come and hear the gospel because just because of the amount of people here that were not going to church. Yeah. I mean, that was the big, that was the biggest deal. Right. You know, we need to get the gospel to those people. Mm. So, And did you know that at first we were, uh, as a satellite, we did hear Brother Nick on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. you it was know, like a week behind um, his message. At, yeah. at first, at yeah, first, I think that's was, right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, which all of us that knew Brother Nick and were hearing him, we were like, well, that's that's fine. But the problem was we didn't have a campus pastor. I mean, it almost felt like... Whoever drew the short straw had to come down to Coweta <laughs> that week and, you know, uh, extend the invitation, you know, whatever. You right. Know. So that lasted for five months, maybe. Yeah, maybe something, something like, like that. that. Wasn't and, real long. And Todd yeah. Parr came down and he said, we, okay, we want to meet with all of the people that came down here. There were some of us that came as missionaries. missionaries. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And, uh, and so talked to a lot of the people here and we said, we don't think this is working really well. We enjoy hearing Brother Nick's messages, yeah. but we don't think this is working really well. And they listened because that's when Aaron 
Swenson came along oh, cool. yeah. as our pastor right after that. So did he start preaching every week? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and did a great job, you know, yeah. and uh, the church had continued uh, to grow steadily from the very first time that we met. We met outside at first, the, the very first Sunday. Yeah. And we probably doubled. Yeah. Think, from that time probably. on. Yeah. Doubled right on the first Sunday and that continued. And then, probably tripled by the time that Aaron had left. Yes. Probably. And then Aaron was not looking to leave, but just out of the clear blue skies, as Mm. Forrest Gump might say, (laughs) um, uh, another church called him, and he went to that church. And so that's when Adam was sent down here as interim pastor. And I don't think Adam was real like gung-ho yeah send me to Kawita. but after yeah. he was down here for a little bit uh, i remember telling him after church one night or one morning i said you kind of like us down here don't you and he goes i really do <laughs> we hooked yeah. him yeah yeah, yeah. So. now did y'all know of adam at all oh yes. let mike Ooh, tell this let me hear so adam came forward mark actually he was the one was, to that was the one that took him to lunch, I yes, think. They yes. did something like that. At Charlie's Chicken. At Charlie's Chicken, I think love that's it. right. I love it. So when he came forward at First BA, mm-hmm. so he's down front. He's, you know, letting Brother Nick, he's letting the church know that he's accepted Christ and he's going to follow Christ with his life. I went down and invited him to a Bible study we were having um, at the Dawson's place. Uh, that was just a men's group. Oh wow! Um, that was started by a really special guy that had died in a car wreck, named Gary Ray. Oh man! And uh, wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. Got got the that men's group started. We got bigger than what his house really would do, and so we ended up at the at the Dawson's uh, having a Bible study out there. And at that time, Adam came. You know, he was hungry. He started coming to that Bible study, got to know him really, really well through that, you know, and be involved in in his life and he involved in our lives. Sure. And got to watch him just start that man growing and on fire and just, it it was really cool to watch, really cool what God was doing in Adam's life through all that. Did you ever for a moment? I mean, just reflecting. Oh, no. Think he's going to be a pastor one day. Like no. he's going to. I'm going to be under his leadership one day. No. Not at first. No. Not at yeah. No. Not at first. A, a year after. Well, it wasn't quite a year, but we were down here at Kawita and we were having vacation Bible school, and this lady came down from First Baptist to help, and we worked together all week, and she was she was pregnant, and. Uh, she was just the most wonderful person. Loved her. Loved her. Her name was Grace. And we got to know each other really well that week. And then uh, something triggered. I don't know what it was. And she said something about my husband, Adam. And I said, Adam Mask is your husband? And she goes, yeah. And I said, oh, I know him. Oh, my goodness. I didn't, Here we've been working together all this week. What? I didn't, uh, you know, didn't just now put it together. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, yeah, so I worked with Grace That's that week. So and cool. let me tell you, 
Grace's mom named her correctly, didn't she? Oh, man. Because she is so full of the grace of God. 100%. I love her. 100%. Yeah, I love her. She is way too good for Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll say it now. And he would admit it. Well, I I don't know, because I think Adam's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, he is awesome. But, man, she is... Grace. I mean, that's, she is. That she she, is. <laughs> she embodies yeah. that name so yeah. well. Yeah. yeah sometimes absolutely. I'm like, do you ever have a down moment? Because yes. you're always so uplifting to everyone you're around, you know? Yeah. But So uh, that's cool how you guys kind of drew that connection working. And yeah. Yeah. What? I'm like, how? oh, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> I've hugged him at church, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. Has, I mean, it was it was so fun to watch. Adam from the beginning. Oh, absolutely. You know, from oh, the absolutely. beginning. And to see, and, you know, Mike would come home and he'd say, this guy's the real deal. That's He's, so cool. He, he said, he and Mark both said, he has a hunger and a genuineness in those eyes. You know, uh, okay, so when when Adam met with Mark that first time mm-hmm. at Roy's Chicken, or not Roy's, but Charlie's Chicken, Adam intentionally wore a, a tank top. You know, so all of his tattoos would show and everything. And and later he said, I don't think Mark even noticed that. And Mark said, I I didn't notice that. He said, I looked in his eyes and I saw a hunger like mm. I hadn't seen in many. Yeah. And he said it was awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And look where we're at now. I know. <laughs> Is so, it fun? It, it is. Isn't it's God so cool. awesome? Amazing. See, he you know, I had awesome it pictured God. in my mind all these things. This is how it was going to go. Thank goodness I don't write the story because right? this was so yeah. much more amazing. His plans are way yeah. better than he our blew this. He blew our plans out of the so water. So yeah. it's funny we're saying it. I was going to ask. So, like, they start bringing Aaron Swenson. Adam comes. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like, man, the church is going to grow. What What was your hopes, I guess? for community to to really to be i mean because you, you've kind of seen this be birthed yes. into what it is right and yeah we started out in that little bitty tiny building over there <laughs> which immediately okay so if you can picture this when you walked in there was just kind of a hallway and then the two bathrooms were right there where the coffee bar is now Okay. Yeah, I knew yeah. they so did you, some remodeling. Yeah, yeah, but immediately they opened it up where we had a foyer. Yeah. And they put the bathrooms in where they are now and, and all that. They We did have a functioning kitchen. They took that out. Kind of think that was a mistake. That's not Baptist. <laughs> I know. What I know. I'm world? still wanting us to get a functioning kitchen. Seriously. But, um, but the Lord provided us with uh, Jerry. Yeah. Cook. Oh, and, yeah. And his cooktops. Yes, That's it yes. right there. <laughs> Seriously. And let me tell you, those little bitty classrooms back there, and we didn't have we didn't have classroom space for the adults because mm, I mean no. immediately it's taken up with the little kids. What a great yeah, what a great thing, you yeah. know. And and we've moved around and you know reshuffled and everything so much, and it's like wow, this is I, I just feel honored to get to be a part of this, mm. you know. It's wow, so cool. yeah. wow yeah. is all I can say, yeah. and and it just continues. It's like. And and this is not us. We didn't do this. Sure. This yeah. is certainly God doing it. And that we would, I mean, you know, and then when Mike came home uh, from a meeting that first time and said, um, we're going to be our own autonomous church. Can I, can I say this? It's kind of like we got kicked out. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. Is that all right to say? And <laughs> and my first response was, good, we need to be. Really? And Mike yeah. goes, okay, now stop and think about that. And I said, oh, we're right in the middle of this big building, mm. you know, project. And yeah, okay. Two you know, years but, into it. Yeah. Yeah. 2018. Yeah, really yeah, might, involved in it. Might be some problems there, but that's okay. It, it'll all it, it'll work out just fine. That's right. The Lord is in control of this. We certainly aren't. Yeah. That's been such a it's fun thing to awesome. watch how God has provided awesome. all those things that when we were looking at it first, how in the world, how in the world are yeah. we going to get this done? Yeah, and not just the building. It was. I mean, you think about everything, every piece of work that we do every committee every oh everything working with the children working with the 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 preschool work there was not we had no structure yeah. we had nothing well it's almost like you're starting a church yeah yeah from the ground up it was I mean, we had the facility it, it was like that but, but with a big building going on with already a building <laughs> and with 250 people here yeah. already yeah. I mean, we didn't so. even know if we did. We didn't know anything about the the financing and everything. We didn't know if we were going to be able to keep our staff. We didn't have a bank account. Uh, I didn't either. As <laughs> yeah, a staff. I, I know, I know you didn't. And you I lived was through like, that right with us, yes. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And but then you know, I think actually some of you so, even got a raise. Okay, so, so hallelujah. They're it's coming. Amazing. They're it's amazing. That that's that comes out of like where Linda's. Let's stay right there. Okay. Okay, so we're at the point where we're staying. We're hearing we're going to have to go out on our own, and we got at first. I think they said thirty days or uh, ninety days. Ninety days. Mm-hmm. No way that we're. So what were you thinking at that point? What, Me. What was going through your head at that point? Were you getting your resume? Were you ready? looking like I'm not going to have a job, oh, or I'm going to? You know, <sighs> pandemic. Yeah, I think I think that the biggest thing that I was thinking was how are we going to do it? Um Adam, myself, Dakota and Cody are all basically associates. Uh yeah. Adam was a campus pastor. Right. Uh, he wasn't a lead pastor, which is similar but there's a lot more responsibility. Uh, it's a lot different, right? Lot so different. for him, there's a huge learning curve. Yeah. For for me, there's a huge learning curve for for Cody, for Dakota, who have people over them telling them, "Here's the direction." Here's there's a huge learning. So I think I think the the, the thing was for all of us, we're going. We don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, how do you even untie yourself? Let alone become autonomous. How do you untie yourself from a church, and then rebrand yourself as your own church in ninety days? I think the process alone, like paperwork filing, all that stuff, was longer than that. Oh, days. oh, it was, yeah. it was. And and so it's like, how is this gonna, how's this gonna work? And so yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, in that time, it's Alex and I talking about, okay, we have to have some type of plan in place to where, what if this fails? I mean, and you don't. It's not like that you want to think that way because you do have faith the Lord's going to provide, but it's you got to be real. I mean, you got to right. also be reasonable. Right. If it doesn't, what's what's going to happen? And so I remember thinking, like, will I have to get another job? Yeah. Will will I be forced to? And, and none of us ask for this. Like yeah. like you're saying, we're kicked out. We go into a meeting as a staff member, and there's a committee around a table. We were lied to and told, 
hey, we're coming to a summer series planning meeting. And yeah. we walk in, and it's just, and it's all separate, too. That was the kind of the weird thing. Like, yeah. why are we coming in separate from each other? We walk in, and there's Matt and Susan and the the EMT and all the heads of these committees. And, you know, Matt just slides a piece of paper across the table. Here's what's happening. Boom, boom, boom. Sign here. Uh, we're going to carry your, basically, your pay and insurance for 90 days. After yeah. that, God bless you. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, just, okay. I mean, crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah. I was in that meeting here that, yes. you know, where yes. we were told all that. Crazy. So, now, okay. So now, so now, thinking how crazy that was, mm-hmm. and, and and I'm thinking we've got nothing in place, nothing. I mean, we're starting not from scratch. Mm-hmm. We're starting in the hole. Because we already have a bunch of people that are coming here that are expecting us to provide. Yeah. And and we want to give them, we want to grow those people up in the Lord yeah. and, and disciple them. But we've got nothing in place. All right, so fast forward that just a few months, like maybe December. In December, we have that kind of a, I don't know, a get-together where we're seeing how we're doing. And... God has provided so much in that six, eight months mm. right there. Yeah. It just blows me away. Yeah. I, I've i never seen that much money come in from people. I've, I I don't know where it came from. Yeah. It's just all a God thing. Absolutely. It's just all a God. God, yeah. God showed up and, and showed off. Man, 100%. It was just know, unreal. Unreal. Yeah. We didn't have any teams or committees or whatever you want to call them together because it was all handled by the the bigger church and everything but to see that when we had a need god already had the exact right people right there ready to step in that was that was no oh yeah one of the most beautiful things i think that 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 this caused because we did have a lot of oversight and and um, direction that was given to us rather than us you know, by our own prayer and seeking the Lord we had, you know, that we weren't able to do. I think being being let go from them, now it's, okay, we need people to do this, this, and this, and this. And what happens? People who were in our church were never able to serve in a certain way or be on a certain committee mm-hmm. or do certain things. It's, oh, I can do that. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I'll help with this. Uh, and the unity that yeah. it brought our church oh, yeah. and people stepping up and doing this and helping with this and forming a committee to, to make this and bylaws and boom and discipleship. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like, we, it never would have happened or we would have never would have known if it weren't for honestly yeah. F- yeah. for this. And yeah. it's like hindsight 2020. Yeah. Thank I, God. I can remember yeah. our women got removed from that church. Yeah. I can yeah. remember just yeah. our women's ministry, which I was a part of that when we were a part of broken era, we never got to do our own thing ever, yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. No, it would, you know, we would go up, be invited to go up there and, you know, this or that. And I kept saying, it's not the same. Right. It's not the same. Right. And so then, you know, then we were able to, you know, and it's been, it's been just so amazing to be a part of all amazing. of this. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. That's been, honestly, it's like, I don't even, it's almost a blur. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah. how are we here? 
You know, almost, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because it hasn't stopped. Hasn't yeah. stopped. It's it's just still going. We're still growing. I'm still, still seeing so many cool things. Oh and, yeah, man, it's so cool. Well, every time we um, or I sit down with with people, I like to give them an opportunity to speak to the listeners. And so individually, Miss Linda, we'll start with you. Um, just with the life you've lived what God's done in your life, the things you've seen him do, what's something that you would like to leave the listeners with today that advice, you could encourage them? I mean, what's what's just one little nugget that you would want to leave the listeners with today before we jump off this? Well, I would say if you want to be a part of a church where God is moving mm. and where you can feel like family, this is the place for you. Yeah. Um, there are people mentoring other people because uh, it's not just a one-time decision to follow Christ. It's right. It needs to be a life commitment. So there are people discipling others. Um, it's just It's just an amazing place to be a part of. But don't come thinking that we're a bunch of per- perfect people. That's right. Because none of us are. Yeah. And we've all got our our own hurts, our own experiences, everything like that, you're going to find out how much you have in common with yeah. so many people here. Absolutely. And and I love it that our um, that our church population is so diverse, mm. you know. Mm. We're not just a, if you fit in this box, then you can come. Right. We're not like that at all, and, yeah. I, and I love that. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. Brother Mike, what about you? What's one thing you could... Uh, leave the listeners with today that you'd like to maybe share so I I think about how long this process has been Mm. and and how God is so faithful yeah Um, even even when I was ready to give all that up and say well God I guess it's just not for me Mm. I mean you're going to do this at some point but I'm not going to be a part of getting the church going here or whatever. And I would say, you know, trust in the Lord, trust God. The lesson I've learned is it may not happen in a year or two or trust the Lord, Mm -hmm. trust him in, in what he's doing in your life and what vision he's given you Mm -hmm. and, and where he wants you to go. Uh, Trust him in that. Put your trust in him in that. Um, don't put a timetable on him. Just, just hang in there. Yeah. Put that trust in the Lord and and continue doing what you know God's called you to do, and uh, and God's faithful. That's right. And, and so good. That's right. So good to us. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Well, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming today and just sharing your story and and just being open with uh, what you've been through, but also. Man, what God's done in your life and the things you've seen. And I love the example of our church being that because it's been such a vital part to our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the desire for you guys to have to see Kawita reached and then look where we are now. Yeah. And the, just the reach. Just, and man, it's, it, it is a testament to God's faithfulness. So absolutely. thank you for joining us today. Well, thank um, you, Seth. Yeah, for taking time. And, it's been good. Uh, I know you guys are on spring break. And so that's... Woo-hoo. 
Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that is a praise, right? Yeah. It's almost coming to an end. Uh, yeah. But um, seriously, thank you. And and thank you guys for listening today. Um, we're so glad that, that uh, this is just something that I know uh, you're enjoying and I am enjoying so much just to hear from the people that comprise community, what they've been through, what the Lord's done in their life, um, just the, the things that we can learn from each other. Um, it's been so encouraging. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in. As always, if you would uh, rate the show, like it, share this with someone you think um, that would need to hear this or would be encouraging or helpful, um, that would be uh, amazing to do that. So uh, from all of us here, from um, myself to, to Mike and Linda, thank you for joining us today. God bless you guys, and we'll catch you next time on Community Recap.